This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Max Hovey. Hi, Reed. Hi, Florence. You said Max Hovey so sexual. Oh, Max. really? Max Hovey. Mm. Well, it's because we're very excited to get Max on today. Really excited. Actually, can't wait. Max is Max was with us when we won our award, and he's mm. just such a breath of fresh air and a real him. inspiration online. So yeah, I cannot wait to get him on. Yeah. So Florence, uh, you got you got so, something. So read. You got something going down. You've got the big thing that we've been wanting to talk about for a long for time, so but long. not been able to <laughs> on the podcast for so long. Where it's been like, want to say something? Don't want to say something. Want to say something? Can't say anything. <laughs> I know. I've got some really big news, curious fuckers, and it's gonna shift the whole paradigm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck. It's going to shift the whole concept. It's going to shift the world. No, it's not really. Everything's <laughs> going to be the same for you guys, probably. Yeah, um, as always, everything <laughs> internally <laughs> gets turned on its head. But you guys, you just get the best of us. Yeah. So I am moving out of London. And not only am I moving out of London, I'm moving to the other side of the world to Los Angeles. It's it's been your dream, your dream to yes. move out there for so long, and and you're ready, you're ready for I'm it. I'm so ready. You know what? It's weird that that we're recording this today because today's the first day that I've actually been like, oh shit! I like in three weeks' time, I'm gonna be in LA. Like I'm yeah. gonna be living in LA, and I start started getting actually excited for the first time. Yeah. Well, it's been months and months in planning, but mm-hmm. you can't really you know, you're in that weird limbo period of you can't really say anything and can't really do much until yeah. you get the full go-ahead on the work visa. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Got my visa, so I'm going and I'm leaving. And Please. you're leaving. I'm so sad. We've already had the leaving party. It was it was so sad. <laughs> I already bought Florence the saddest card. You bought me the saddest card I've ever seen in my whole life. Like I teared <laughs> up when you saw it, when I saw it even. <laughs> I teared up when I saw it and I was like, well, I have to get that then. That's- the cover says, I can't believe you're leaving. And then there's like a stick figure like going off into the sunshine. And there's one like crawling on the floor going like, no. Oh, that's how I feel. Like- <laughs> and it's so literal because I'm actually walking off into the sunshine. <laughs> Yeah, so deep and emotional. We still really don't know how we feel. I don't definitely don't know how I feel about it. I'm like trying to hold together a smile, but I'm really sad about it. We won't know what it's going to be like until I'm actually there. Yeah, but next week, the week before you do go, or two weeks before you do go. One week um, before I go. One week. Florence is staying at mine for a whole week. So yeah, yeah it's going to be... I think we're just going to get, we're going to get so much time together. We're going to be like, okay, go, get rid of Please, please go now. Please go. No, that's not going to happen. And it just means that I can come out to LA more. Yeah. And spend more time with you. And We're going to have um, so many adventures. Mm, think of the adventures. adventures. Mm, and I think what's plan. really exciting about it for the podcast is that it's one, hopefully making our podcast a little bit more global 
getting into America. Two, we've got like two different locations, which is always going to be so different in terms of like life updates and Mm -hmm. kind of things that are going on. So we've got like, you know, the American side and the UK UK side, which is always quite a great juxtaposition, really. Yeah, I mean, our listeners, they're quite evenly split, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Between US listeners and UK listeners, which we've always found fascinating. Mm. Um, And... Yeah, we just want to make it more accessible. And of course, Florence just going to have the best time over there. It's going to be good. Lots I'm sure of stories, it's going to of... come with its challenges, for sure. Oh, and you're moving in with one of one of the podcast's favourite guests. Yes. I'm moving in with Kelsey Dara. She's going to be my roomie. Yeah, that's going to be so good. Which is so wild. It's going to be so fun. Like fun, like, yeah, just fun all the time. Fun all the time. It's going to be weird to move in with someone though after living on my own for so long. (gasps) I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's going to be... But you know, it's it's sort of stepping stones, baby steps. You're not going to stay there forever. It's just so you can get yourself on your feet and then find your own place. Yeah. So yeah, that is the big news, curious fuckers life is turning itself upside down a little bit. I feel like I'm like holding back the tears now. I'm like, no, come on, man. (laughs) No, I'm so sad to like make people sad. You gotta do it, man. You gotta break some eggs before you can bake the cake. This is true. Yeah, this is true. Gotta have sex with loads of sexy Americans. I know, you're gonna have to go fuck the whole of the USA for me, please. Yeah. Enjoy. But how are you, Reed, with everything? <laughs> well, um, I've been in a bad place for a few weeks. Um, definitely, definitely in deep or in or just coming out. I don't really know where I am today, but like yeah. deep, deep depression. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just been trying to figure that out, really figuring it out with my therapists Um And I've actually booked in a therapy session with my old therapist, which I'm going to have tomorrow morning. So, yeah, I think I think the reason why I've been sort of like catapulted in this depression is like from a few big life triggers. Yeah. And yeah, just been trying to like ride through it. Um, I think probably the biggest thing that I learned this weekend speaking to my therapist was like I it seems like I was fighting it for a long time you know interesting um so I've been fighting it for the past at least three weeks um I remember I had a a photo shoot about three weeks ago and Mm. I was I was fighting it and I was just like yeah I'm fine this is cool I'm fine so I masked masked a lot of it masked a lot of it and I just didn't really allow myself to sit in it I just kept you know making plans and being like oh it's going to be better tomorrow it's going to be better tomorrow and and I think that I just needed to go, fuck, I'm not okay. Cancel everything I can. Yeah. Um, and just like allow myself to sit in it and feel the feels. Um, and then almost have like a week long cry and to be able to just be like, okay, that's that's sort of done with. But we'll, yeah, yeah gonna, gonna wait and see really. I still don't really know how I feel. I definitely feel lighter than I did a couple of days ago. That's for sure. So yeah. Um, tough times but what I am gonna do is I'm gonna go and have like one of those I don't know what like a full brain MOT basically go to a psychiatrist psychiatrist yeah psychiatrist and see if there's something else there that isn't isn't being treated properly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's that's the idea this could be you know the moment that you needed to 
like get a diagnosis to figure something out the way that your body and mind works like this could be a really good pivotal moment for you and like obviously with the really really sad times like our happy times wouldn't be as good if we didn't have these really shit times and that's one thing that always makes me feel better when I'm in a low place because it's just like well yeah, I know that I, I'm going to be happy again at some point and it's going to feel amazing because this feels so shit. We're going to talk to Max about it as well because he's going through it at the moment and he was really inspiring. The way that he talked about depression was no. very like, oh yeah, I'm depressed. And I was like, wow, like you're saying it with such ease and I've never been able to do it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm feeling a bit low. Like, But when you actually... Yeah. When we you have actually imposter accept syndrome. it. Yes, that's exactly it's like, imposter syndrome. I, whenever I feel depressed, I feel like no one's going to believe me if I yes. say it. Yes, that's exactly it. It's like, oh, yeah, but you're just being oversensitive and dramatic and emotional. Yes. And yeah. it's like, fucking hell. Is it just because we're women we feel like that? I or want, is it just I was, like... When you said that, the way you said it, I was like, I wonder if it's because we're women. Or, you know, maybe this is something we can talk to Max about as well. Like, if he feels the same way or if he's like, mm. no, I'm fucking, I'm fucking depressed and owns it. And it it's yeah. taken us a long time. Um, so, yeah, that that's what's going on with me. So, Max is going to come on the episode today and we're going to yes. talk about expectations set by porn, online censorship, and also probably carry on the discussion on mental health a bit oh my god and here yeah. he is oh my god. wow oh, we were literally incredible just timing. introing you max <laughs> i'm so unbelievably sorry no welcome you to the came in at literally the right moment <laughs> fuck me max hello hello Hi. thank you so much for having me thanks for coming and joining us like while you're here please tell the curious fuckers a bit about yourself and what you do so i am a content creator i am primarily a queer activist so i focus a lot on body image which is a huge issue within the queer community and then i've branched into sex education only this year really and it's massively taken off and become a big part of what i do Um, A lot on mental health, queer identities, and generally just trying to get people to feel comfortable in every element of their identity, feeling sexy in their body, feeling proud of their sexuality and what their kinks and fetishes are, um, feeling safe having sex, feeling confident and comfortable with their mental health, just an all round like this is who you are, this is who you're meant to be, and you can be proud of that. We also have a fellow OnlyFans creator, content, sex worker, motherfucking bitch. Yeah. So it's really nice having a fellow fellow (laughs) creator that understands the turmoil that is sex creation and fucking OnlyFans. (laughs) Yeah, I absolutely adore it. And it is because of you that I have just taken mine to the next level. (gasps) Well, hello. Oh my next God. level are we talking what's been so going on? i have not done i haven't had any collaborations which is not something i intend on doing because mm-hmm. although i adore sex i genuinely think i'm obsessed with it um <laughs> and you're in the right place sex yeah best people to be talking to um <laughs> i am a monogamous individual and i still feel that like although i talk about it a lot sex with someone i still think is quite private for me even though I share it with a lot of people, like it's it's interesting. So I have started posting stuff that is more explicit. 
So <gasps> she she spread her cheeks for the first time. Which oh got her... shit! Oh. Did we get butthole? <laughs> oh my we god! Did. They love they love butthole. We want that butthole. They fucking love it. Every I swear, every comment is butthole. Please, can we have please have butthole? No, people really want to see my dick. That's what I get the most. They're just like, can we? They're like, can we see peen? And I'm like, no, it's healing from surgery. No, she's had a facelift. Oh my gosh. Your surgery. Please tell us yeah. what this was. As excited okay. as your penis can be. <laughs> yeah, so I recently, uh, it's three weeks ago on Wednesday, had a circumcision. Which <gasps> is... You should have a party for it next year. <gasps> like the circumcision no, party. My, one of my best friends said the exact same. They're oh, like, why have you why have you not had because we we were like calling it cute things, we were trying to figure out what to call it, and we were calling mm-hmm. it a D beanie. So it's like I love it. The beanie, the the beanie's been taken off. Um, So like, need to have a D beanie party, and I was Mm -hmm. like, yes, 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 yes. I need to arrange this. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not usually a willy straw person, but I will have willy straws. I will have a a dick cake. Like, I need this Mm -hmm. to happen. Um, That sounds amazing. I had this done because of a quite a common condition. Actually, I believe it affects um, up to thirteen percent of males. Is mm-hmm. called phimosis, which is basically where the foreskin is too tight and it cannot be retracted below the mm. head of the penis. Mm-hmm. Um, which, because as a gay man, I've always kind of been a bottom, has never really been an issue for me. Like I've still been able to masturbate, I've still been able to come, um, and I kind of figured out my own way of doing that. Um, mm-hmm. But I could never really receive head; it was too uncomfortable, and I could never oh, top, really? even with a condom. It was so uncomfortable. Wow, um, and loving sex as much as I do and as much as I love bottoming I'm such an ass man like I'm obsessed <laughs> I don't think there's anything more beautiful in the world than like a peachy male butt <gasps> so I'm very 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 excited to enter my top era which I can do oh. when I'm healed oh my god that is so exciting yeah that's yeah. very so you exciting. have you never you've never topped no. How um, do you feel about topping for the first time? I'm so excited because especially having <laughs> been a bottom, I yeah. know what bottoms like. I know oh. like what works, but also everyone is different. Everyone has different preferences. Mm-hmm. So I always, I'm always very open as well. I'm like, what do you like? What don't you like? Do you want to try mm-hmm. this? Like, it's very important to have those conversations before. Mm-hmm. So I always try to figure out like what the partner would like. Um, and yeah, I'm so, I'm so excited to finally try. I mean, I had tried before, but um, I think the one person I had tried with was like really, really tight. And <laughs> I'm a little girthy. So <laughs> I like physically, it was it was not happening. Do you, like, no. do you remember, what was that video? It's like a cartoon where it's like a train going in a tunnel. Oh, I think like, that's Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. Is when that it's fa- like, when it's like a train going in a really tight tunnel, as it's like shoving in, it's all like cracking around the edges. It was, <laughs> oh. yeah. It was kind of that vibe and it just never worked, especially or because American of- Death, one of those. One, one of the- hilariously disgusting tv shows yeah. I'm obsessed with. <laughs> yeah absolutely um, but yeah so that is my my next big adventure i even mm. changed my grinder profile photo the other day um <gasps> to me like in i was it, i was in, it was like, off, like a few months ago and i haven't mm-hmm. worked out for a while but i was in like a, a white tank top um 
and I, I looked a bit beefy and my DMs went <laughs> mental. And I put oh, it on my close friends and I was like, I have I entered my daddy phase? Like, <laughs> yeah. Have people seen yeah. this photo and they're like, oh, it, it was bizarre. I was like, maybe people are now seeing me as a top. This is this is interesting, the dynamics. Of maybe you are, you're giving that top energy out. You're yes. ready for it. It's because you want maybe. it. When, mm. when can you have sex um, being on top? Yeah, well, I was going to say, so the answer to that first question is I already have. <laughs> um, I just, <laughs> I just I haven't talked. Against Dr. Zish wishes. Um, yeah, so I'm not meant to have, like, I'm basically not meant to use my willy for like four to six weeks. Um, and it's been, so it's That's three weeks time. on Wednesday. Yeah. So did Honestly, you get erect? I, yeah. Which is. How did it, did it hurt? So when I was, like, when I first had it done, I had a dressing on for, like, the first two days. Um, yeah. And, like, when, I, like, <laughs> men get, like, night erections, like, three to four times, three to five times a night, like, automatically. <gasps> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So ordinarily, you just kind of sleep through it, don't know anything about it. But mm. when you've just had a penis facelift. Oh, God. Oh, my Lord. It actually wasn't that painful. You just mm-hmm. wake up and you're like, stop it. Mm-hmm. Go away, and nothing will make it go away. It's oh. infuriating. It just wouldn't leave. Okay. And it's Can just, you do it's like just... an uh, ice torture or something? Ice. That's what some people recommend. No, literally, that's what people are recommending. Like, because when I was wow. talking about it, like, get an ice pack, cold shower. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also was... horrible and really traumatizing to do. Dick freeze. Dick. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. And because of the surgery, the head, and because of the condition I have, basically meant the head of my penis had never seen the light of day, like at all. Was it super extra sensitive? Was it like, it, that was shit. the worst bit. The yeah. worst, like that has been the worst part of recovery is the wow. sensitivity. Because like for the first 10 days, I couldn't wear clothes. I literally, I had, I was living in a hole, like all my curtains were closed because <laughs> I live on like a seventh floor, floor flat where there's loads of other apartments. And I really, mm. I post stuff on OnlyFans, but I'm not giving it to them for free. They no. want to subscribe, go ahead. But I'm not <laughs> flashing my neighbours. Um, so all my curtains were I closed. I love flashing I was... my neighbours. Yeah, innit? I love it. I had someone around the other day and I had my curtains open. They were like, are we doing a show? And I was like, I'll close the curtains. <laughs> um, I always do a show. Why not? I don't know. I you, just... should, what you, should do, you should write your OnlyFans, like OnlyFans and then your username and stick it in the corner of the window and keep it open. <laughs> Oh, get those like, get yeah. those like laminate stickers that you can put on the window that kind of blend in, so it's literally just the letters. Yeah, it's, like, it's like really so professional. Good. You know when people have their stickers on their cars for their business? Yeah, I just have yeah. them on every single window. Fuck I can perfect. hang a banner over my balcony. <gasps> Marketing <laughs> That's a great genius. Idea. Yes. Yeah, because I live mm-hmm. right next to like a massive A road, and everyone's commuting mm-hmm. on their way home, coming my direction. So yeah. you can just be like. Interesting. He'll be like That's Max a... coming soon. Daddy top energy. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be C U double M I N G. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's recovering nicely. Mm-hmm. But no, the sensitivity was the worst part. How is it now? How are you feeling so, now? So now I can I can wear underwear again, which is great. Yay! Yay. I know. It feels like such a, a novelty. Um, mm-hmm. It was. It's like, it's fine. I can do my own thing again, but it does still have that element of sensitivity to it. Mm -hmm. But my only thing is like with the healing at the moment, 
the underside of it, like the the frenulum, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. is obviously constantly resting against your balls. Oh, so yeah. yeah. And like when I went out for the first time, um, one of my stitches came out, <gasps> um, which is like it's meant to happen. They're meant to dissolve and fall out, oh, okay. and it happened around the time it was meant to. But I was like, that doesn't quite look right. Mm, but it wasn't shit. infected or anything, so I kind of just like cleaned it and just carried on as normal. But because mm. of where it is, it's not getting any air. And obviously I sweat there. So it's just like, just dying for like, just let me heal. Please let me breathe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I've now put like a little dressing just in between. So it has a bit of cushioning and I'm like, just just have a nap there and just. Yeah. Are you sitting there like half naked? You've like got nothing on. What are you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) I am wearing jeans. Oh Oh my God, he's naked everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lie. <laughs> no, I am fully clothed. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've just gone to see kittens. Of course, I'm. Oh yeah. Just like Please, you might have got home and been like, oh, I need to let let this take breathe. it off. Or I just want to imagine you going to check out these kittens completely naked on a cold, crisp autumn day. <laughs> and then all these kittens that like to just attack things. They're like, oh, like, oh, a- the balls and dick. No. <laughs> Something is hanging and they're just whacking it. Oh. Is that oh. how you pick that's how you picked your kitten? <laughs> that was like most interesting. We have to stop this and actually talk about real things. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm too excited. Oh, God. Can, can I ask a a really personal question? Always. Um, are you happy with the way it looks now? Have you had a chance to see what the surgery looks like? Can you see the, the healing process and what it will look like? Is it still a bit of a, a shock to see something so personal have a big change to it? Um, it's I'm still not 100% comfortable mm-hmm. um, because cause it is still healing and I was actually considering going to my GP about it mm-hmm. because um, especially because of the underside not healing properly. But like when I look at it, cause you know, like if you look at a circumcised dick, it's very, like everything's very flush. Like, yeah, it's yeah. super lit- clean. Yeah, I think for mine currently, like sometimes like if it is like erect and I look at it, I'm like, it literally just looks like the rest of my foreskin is missing. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't look like it's been like gone missing and then like reattached to the rest of it. It literally just looks like the rest of it has just disappeared. It's really bizarre. Mm. Um, and I do think that is has got something to do with like the healing process because it has only been three weeks. Yeah. Um, so I'm get, I'm definitely getting more comfortable with it. I'm fully comfortable with it when it's flaccid. Like I look at it in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I'm used to that now. That's okay. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, there's still a bit of anxiety around like how it looks currently. Mm-hmm. So when I have had sex... Um, I've like specifically worn like I don't know like a jock strap or something so that you've got full access mm-hmm. but everything else is hidden because yeah firstly it means that there's no risk of anything like rubbing against the sheets or anything like that yeah but also it can't be seen because it's still a bit like I don't want you to see like there's there's still stitches with maybe like a scab on it and obviously mm-hmm. it's not sexy mate I was fucking dignitized Reed tell us what happened today what happened today? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. Um, so my, my Instagram got deleted today. <gasps> no, I noticed that. I went into my DMs and I was scrolling down. It said Instagram user and then realised it was you. And I yeah. was like, have you deleted it? Like, and- that, It's just been deleted. Um, Sam woke me up this morning. He was like, he was like, baby, so like, don't panic. But I think your Instagram's been taken down. And I was like, why are you waking me up? What's going on? <laughs> but oh, because I, this is now the eighth time that I've had my Instagram deleted, I'm like, 
oh my god, whatever. Like it's almost boring. It's just yeah. so frustrating. Um, because yeah, censorship. And I've had a couple of things taken down recently. Um, I put up a, a photo of the four of us, like ready to go out on a night out. That got taken down. And I reposted Florence's photo of us together on a photo shoot, um, reposted that on my stories. And it and got flagged? It, it got deleted off my stories. That's what I mean. What? Like, I saw and yet that. it's not being deleted off my actual account. Yeah, your your account's absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, I, I screenshotted it yesterday because I was going to send it to you. Like, oh, funny that your photo's been deleted off my stories. And then I the wake up today fuck? and it's been, the whole thing is being taken down. So yeah, we wanted to talk to you about censorship because you also have issues with your account, Max, with the whole, we can't fucking search for you and find you because Instagram probably thinks that you're, <sighs> I need to protect the eyes of the in- innocent. When did this start happening? Did this start start when you started talking about sex. Firstly, very sorry that's happened. Um, mm-hmm. But we all know what Instagram is like. They have their mm. favorites. Um, <laughs> yes, primarily when I started talking about sex and I've got, obviously you go in account status and it has all of the lovely posts that have been removed. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of them are like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously started talking about OnlyFans and they started taking those posts down. Um, and I've actually spoken to Insta. Well, I had my management speak to OnlyFans to um, Instagram recently, and they basically said, "Oh, the reason we've shadow banned you is because you've bought followers or engagement." Oh yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, we went back and we were like, "No, I haven't." That's a lie. So it's like complete rubbish, and um, they just won't accept it. They're like, oh no, we've given you our reason. There's nothing we can do. I'm like, but it's not true. Yeah, and you are literally censoring a queer voice that is trying to provide mm-hmm. education and a safe space to followers who find the content beneficial. And you're literally censoring that. Um, it's and so just frustrating. Like, no. It's really frustrating. Disgraceful. Mm. It, I think it's disgraceful, especially when you're still within guidelines and there are plenty of other people who are quite clearly not within guidelines mm-hmm. absolutely kind of just allowed to carry on yeah, um, yeah but it seems to be that the accounts that are actually trying to do something beneficial mm-hmm. with these kinds of topics that seem to be flagged the most Mm-hmm. And it's infuriating. It's the accounts that, like, for each of their own. Not everyone wants to be an activist. Not everyone wants to do something that's going to be game-changing. And that's obviously fine. But it always seems to be the accounts that aren't actively doing anything for the public interest that are just allowed to carry on as normal. Like, yeah, nothing that's so They do true. their own thing. There are so many, like, celebrity accounts or, you know, where I'm literally like, I am seeing your nipples. Like, yep. like literally through the tiniest T-shirt. I don't understand how that's allowed. And then I get, like, an LGBT, like, post t- getting taken down. I just don't understand. Yeah. It I makes mean, no sense. The stuff that Britney Spears puts on her Instagram now, like, we love her. But, like... Mm-hmm. It's she's nude in most of it. 
Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. even I was looking at Playboy, and I like what Playboy are doing. I like what they've done now. But yeah. Their photos are of naked women with their nipples censored out. You know, like the cube censoring, but yeah. just around the nipple. So you can basically see the nipple through the picture anyway. Mm. There's yeah. nothing that's really covered. And I'm not saying we should be censoring these other people, but what I don't understand is how they are allowed to continue, and we, the activist voices, are just yeah. completely, you know, shut down, shadow banned, blacklisted. Um, and it's the same with what, fucking YouTube? YouTube, we've had constant issues there. Um, yeah. I fear that we're gonna get the same on Twitter. I think the, the, like, the most frustrating thing is that you cannot, in any way, shape or form, have a conversation with anyone at Meta. Yeah. Like, you cannot get through Absolutely to them. Absolutely not. And I've been trying to get my management to have conversations with them and be like, look, this isn't okay. And I said, let's have like a proper meeting with them where we can sit down and go, right, for some reason, your algorithms or whatever are flagging my content. You can look through my profile and you can see that everything I do is high quality, educational, people are benefiting from it. Let's try and figure out a way that I can continue to create this content that is within your guidelines that you can approve. Let's work together to show that Instagram is willing to be sex positive, but you can show me how I'm able to do that without pissing off your algorithms. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, no. Yeah, they just don't want to know. They barely even no. want to know if you're like, my account's being taken shit. down. Can you help us out here when it shouldn't have been? It's almost like they just can't be bothered and they're just yeah. like, oh, you don't deserve to, to have an account then. You know, it's it's so fucking weird. It's really bad, especially it's like, it's literally my life. Like if yeah. my Instagram is taken down, that is where predominant, like most of my ads are, which is yeah. half of my income. Most my of our Instagram, income. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if, if my Instagram goes... I lose half my income like that. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. obviously is very scary being in this industry anyway, seeing how mm -hmm. fragile it is. Yeah. But also at the same time, I feel like Instagram do, does have an element of responsibility there. Like, yeah, I'm... Yeah, definitely. Doing you're something using beneficial. their product mm -hmm. and you're earning them money. Mm -hmm. You, yeah. by being a creator on Instagram, is earning them money. That's the reason that they earn money. So they need yeah. to create. We're, we're just their customers. I've only recently got a fake account of me taken down off, off Facebook. And I have been reporting this account since it was around in 2009. Whoa of me so it's like it's somebody else's name i mean thankfully it's been taken down now but it was somebody else's name but it was similar to my information and it was all my photos and i've been reporting this account for time and time again and every time i got a message coming back being like sorry we didn't we didn't deem this person was using your photos mm. and it literally took for me saying it out loud on instagram and yeah. for multiple people reporting it did it finally get taken down yeah I, every single time I see a catfish account of me on Instagram, mm -hmm. I report it and I get a message back saying, this account isn't um, going, isn't breaking the rules. It's like, you what can literally fuck? look at my account and see that they're using my photos. Yeah. How is this not breaking the rules? It's wild. And these people are actually scamming people as well yeah. through these yep. catfish accounts. And it's just like, protect your fucking customers yeah and, and i've recently had a couple of people come to me so there's there was a fake account of me on field and um Shit. i think there was a, a, one other site and um one of my friends matched with them on field and basically had a conversation with them and was like telling me everything that they were saying and it was this and the scariest part was that they had a phone conversation she called him still pretending to be me and convincing him to buy photos and videos off of her 
And she was, must have got them off your OnlyFans. That's what I'm thinking, is that either they've been leaked off of OnlyFans, so she's, I don't know, whoever is paying for my content on OnlyFans and then basically replicating it. Or it might not even be my photos and videos. It might They might just be scamming them, pretending they have photos and videos and actually they never give them them anyway. I, I contacted the police about this recently because I was like... This has just gone too far. I When I put up a post on Instagram saying, be careful, like there are people faking to be me. And some person emailed me being like, I'm so glad I saw your stories. I was about to pay this person money, you know? And it's just the worst one, which is still haunts me to this day, was somebody on uh, this fake account on Facebook. Some girl messaged me on Instagram being like, why why have you stopped chatting to me on Facebook? What's happened? And I was like, babe, I'm so sorry. I don't use Facebook. And she was like, is this not you? And she sent me a screenshot. And again, fake person using my information and photos. And they had had an online relationship together where they were swapping and sending nudes to each other. So this person had my nudes pretending to be me, sending it to her and then getting her personal explicit photos and videos. It was so fucked up. And I, I'm, I'm just horrified to think that there's that's happened to not just one person, but multiple people. And there's nothing we can do about it. There's no one to chat to. There's no one to hear us. Um, all you can do is when you get your Instagram deleted is put in a personal online form that never gets responded to, that never is seen. Literally never. And I think that's that's just what's so frustrating is that you have your account taken down, you have this flagged, you have that flagged, you have this post taken down, you have your, you know, professional partnership tools removed from your account. Mm-hmm, the second yeah. you're like, someone's actually fraudulently taken my identity online and is scamming people, <laughs> they're just like, well... Like, sorry, it's pick, not really us. Pick your battles. Like, mm, you're taking down activists' sense. accounts and content, but you're not going to deal with the people that are pretending to be someone else. Right. <sighs> well, to change the subject um, quite <laughs> uh, drastically, Max, I would really love to ask you what your fuck off story is. We haven't had it on the podcast for a while. And I would love, like, I feel like you're going to have a good one. A fuck off story is basically the story that makes people go like, no way, fuck off. Like, it's like crazy or funny or ridiculous or just like out of this world. See, I, I wouldn't say that I have a specific scenario. I would just say having been recently single again mm. um, and, you know, gone from a relationship where it had become like quite sexless um and then going into the single world and thinking oh fuck let's go back i mean i don't have to go back on grinder but i'm sex, <laughs> I'm, I'm, sex ex- I'm sex obsessed i have i have my needs uh-huh. um and then meeting various people it's just like it really makes you realize how accustomed and comfortable you get having sex with the same person. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a fully monogamous individual. I know that if I have a relationship, I will be monogamous. Um, but prior to my ex, I'd only had sex with two other people. Oh. We, we broke up four months ago. I'm now at 16. So nice. I've, had a, I've had a lovely few months and it's been like so nice to be able to be intimate with so many different types of people, different types of bodies, people with different desires and like fantasies. And there was, um, there was, there's been a couple of guys who I've slept with who like, I have 
almost like come without even touching my dick. <laughs> yes. Whoa, like, how? Just mm. like, it's because my go-to position that I just fucking adore is doggy. I love it. Yeah. If I'm bottoming, I just, I don't know what it, it just does something to me. Um, <laughs> and if they're mm. like going to town and they start hitting that spot, I'm like, I literally feel like I'm going to nut without doing anything. <laughs> oh my and God, there has, there, there has literally been, nut. yeah, it's never actually <laughs> happened, but I've been very close. And there, yeah, there was a guy, um, maybe like a month ago who was insane, like absolutely insane. And I was like, what did he do? That was so good. He just like, I think the thing is like when you're fucking is that you need to, you need to listen to the body language of the person you're fucking to start with. Mm -hmm. But also there's so many different methods and rhythms and some guys like they don't really thrust. They're just in and it's kind of like that. Some mm-hmm. guys do like really long deep thrust. Some say it's like a mixture of everything. But the way he was doing it was very much like not too fast, but like really good thrusting. And that's what I like. Like if you're mm-hmm. going to like fuck, I want you to go all the way out and all the way back in. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want any of like this. Like I want like long thrusts. And he was doing that so fucking well. Mm-hmm. I was like, my eyes were rolling into the back of my head. It was Whoa. ridiculous. And now I'm like, having experienced that, I'm like, do you know what? I have missed out. I have missed out. Yeah, I really want you to have a hands-free come. Uh, I I think it's going to happen. I feel like it feels so close, especially now when you can't really touch. Like, maybe now's the time to try and get the hands-free going. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If it happened now, (laughs) I would. And I dread to think what that would be like now. Like, Mm. it would be... It's been three weeks. It's going to be buckets. Like, <laughs> can, you, can you have like, um, can you have a prostate orgasm without ejaculating? Ooh, I think question. so. I think you can. I that, just don't that, know. Is that what you're having? Are you having like, you know, prostate orgasms and then ejaculation is completely separate? Or... Potentially, because like, especially if a guy, like the same guy, like when their finger, I feel like for me, if they're going to hit the prostate, it has to be with their fingers. And some guy, like the same guy was doing it with that. And it was Mm. like ridiculous, Um, (laughs) but was also managing to smash the hell out of it with his dick as well. So I I mean, I wouldn't say that's a fuck off story, but it's, I feel like generally having gone back, being thrown back into the single world, I'm just so content with having like experiencing so many new people and Mm -hmm. just like, it's like having people enjoy my body as well, Mm, because I've like, I left that relationship so insecure in who I was and insecure in my body. And to have so many guys now who are like, no, I love the fact that you're not like toned. I love the fact you're a bit thicker. I love the fact that Mm -hmm. you've got like a bit of a tummy. There's more to grab. And it's like, oh, people do like it. And it's like reinforced what I I do because I've always in my work spoken very much about love your body as it, well, not love your body, accept your body as it is. Like everyone has a preference. But to then be thrown back into the dating world and have so many people that are just like, no, I think you look amazing. And like genuinely mean it. Mm-hmm. Um, has been like, so like lovely to hear. Because mm. um, when like, if a guy's like, oh, you look really sexy. I'm like, ah, <laughs> like I've not, I've not known how to accept it, but yeah. I've become a bit more like, 
not used to it, but I'm now mm. like, oh no, I can, I can accept that and genuinely yeah. believe mm. that someone is like, no, I do, I do like your body. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, it's about saying thank you and not not saying anything positive to them, yeah. but just being like, thank you. I do accept this and I am yeah. fucking hot. And I it's so this. important to just agree with them as well. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's something thank I've you always for... been seeing me yeah i've always been an advocate for that it's like if you compliment if i compliment someone and they're like that i kind of like put it off i'm like just accept the compliment like yes, yes. please if it's, you accept it you internalize it mm-hmm. it's if you reject it yeah no it is 100 percent. yeah but yeah i would say that was my that was that's kind of it like i'm just i'm i'm a new man i've come into the the single world and i'm just having lots of sex and Love once it. my willy is healed <gasps> Twice the amount. I'm I so am excited. so excited for you. Can yes. you please like WhatsApp us on our group chat after yeah. you have sex with your penis for the first time? Yeah, we I need am to know. So Voice excited. note, please. Voice note, yeah. everything. No, I, you will hear every single. Detail, <laughs> we could even put like... it on the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> please tell our curious fuckers where they can find you, including OnlyFans. May as well, you know, pay for the pay for the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me as well because I feel honoured to have been invited and have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me at Max underscore Hovey on Instagram, uh, Max Hovey on TikTok. My Twitter is at Hovey Max. I, it's so annoying that they're all different handles. It really <laughs> irritates me. But if you even if you just go to my Instagram, you, which as we'd mentioned earlier, you do have to put in the full handle. Otherwise, I will yeah. not come up because Instagram hates yeah. me. But on my link tree, you then have my... Um, Everything. Tw- mm-hmm. You have my Twitter, my TikTok. And if you go to Twitter, you will then find my OnlyFans. Because that's <gasps> like... You have Instagram and TikTok, which is very much like, I'm going to talk about sex. I'm going to be educational. I'm going to be cute. And then you go to Twitter. And I am literally just constantly talking about how horny I am. Like, it is... You get Love two it. different You get two different sides to me. So if you want to experience both, then go to my Twitter. My OnlyFans yes. is there. Yeah, baby. Thank you yeah. so much for that. It was beautiful. Thank you, guys. Please, everyone, follow Max. He's amazing. And, of course, if you've liked this episode, um, please rate it, review, do the five-star, do the send it to everyone you possibly can, especially yeah. if you think they want to hear about a little birth mm. Oh, yeah. Follow us on our social media, at Come Curious, at Read Amber X, and at Florence Bar. And my account should be up again at some point. Oh, yeah. We hope. (laughs) Fuck. Fingers Um, crossed. Thank goodness my management has contacts. Yeah, Yeah, otherwise I would be fucked. Yeah, everyone contacts Instagram and just be like, bring her back, please. Yeah, imagine. But um, we hope you've enjoyed this episode and we love you so much. And yeah, you'll hear us again. See us again next Thursday. Yeah, see you next Thursday, curious fuckers. Bye. 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 Bye.